Yo, what up, bro? It's your boy, Ray. Hey, Ray. You know, represent Ray Ray's podcast, live from the ninth floor of Hello Studios, downtown Dallas. Hey, make sure you're going to rayraycepodcast.com, liking this video, subscribing. Hey, I see you. <laughs> Click that button. Click it. Yeah, I'm watching you. But yo, we just had an amazing episode with the amazing Allison Marie. She moved from the D to Vegas. Now she's back in the D. So we called back up with her. Talk to the people, Allison. It was really nice catching up with these guys today. I hope you really enjoy the episode. Rock what you got. Yeah, I appreciate you showing up. It was definitely fun catching up with you. Haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, so tune into this episode. Go to RayRacePodcast.com. YouTube, find Ray Race Podcast. Subscribe, like. Catch you later. Yo, what up, everybody? We back again. Ray Race Podcast, live from the ninth floor of Hello Studios. Downtown Dallas, uh, beautiful Wednesday. Uh, well, today is Wednesday, right? And I almost forgot yep. what day it was for a second. But beautiful Wednesday. You know what I'm saying, blessed to be alive. Thankful to see another day, man. Uh, before we start the show, I have to say one thing: her body, her choice. That's all I gotta say. Leave it at that. And we 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 won't amicably. All right. So it's your boy Ray. Yeah, hey, Ray. You know another edition of Ray Ray's podcast. Uh, thank y'all for rocking with us. Uh, we're like 70 plus episodes deep now. It's a blessing to come this far. Um, almost whew, almost two and a half years now. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to our man Perry on our photographer. Not in the building today, but shout out P. He's out there doing big, big moves. I mean, he's making big moves. We call him Private Playing P now. Private Playing P. <laughs> we got to thank our sponsors, uh, Extreme Travel. The number one name in travel right now. Traveling is your dream. Do it with Extreme. Also, Elite Pro Power Washing. Any of your cleaning needs from far as sidewalks, fences, boats, whatever the need is, job big or small, call Elite Pro Washing or visit them at EliteProWashing.com. This is the time of the show, you know, where we reset the day, reset the week. If people have been having a bad day, uh, you've had a lot of negative energy around you, let's reset that. So let's get the music queued up. You know, you know how we do. We got to get the music for everything around here. All right. Ray, you ready? Yes, sir. Y'all ready out there? Let's do this. All right. So. In case no one told you today, you're beautiful, you're loved, you're needed, you're alive for a reason, you're stronger than you think, you're gonna get through this. See, we're glad you're alive and don't give up. So when you keep saying those words to yourself, I mean, it's just gonna be automatically planted in your brain. When in a hard situation, you're just gonna repeat that just on autopilot, and you're gonna get through anything. You know what I'm saying? If you believe it, you can achieve it, as they say back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. You used to think that was so corny, but it's true. If you say you're gonna do something, you're gonna do something. Like, and if you write things down, I promise you, it's like, all right, I'm gonna do this, and I wanna attain this goal, I promise you, you're gonna attain that goal. So just keep saying those positive words. You know what I'm saying? If you need to reach out to us, reach out to Ray. Ray, uh, RayRaysPodcast.com, hit us on Gmail, we got you, and uh, yeah, let's do that, let's, you know, let's start the show. <laughs> alright, so let's introduce today's guest to y'all real quick, alright? So I'm, I'm, so I'm going to tell a quick little story, alright? I ain't going to get emotional and shit with it. Okay. So, I'm, I'm a believer of people, like, being around you at the right time for a reason. Um, 2012 was, like, one of the roughest years of my life. Um, I lost one of my best friends, and I had lost my grandmother within, like, a couple of months span, and I was just, like, it's kind of spiraling. I want to say spiraling. And uh, it was, like, maybe a day or two after my grandma passed away, uh, I went out with a couple of people, and these people kind of, you know, they lifted my spirits. 
uh, during that time. And one of those people was a young lady named Allison. We got in the building today. Uh, she's a model turned photographer. You know, like T-Pain rapper turned singer. She's a model turned photographer, all right? So everybody give a big warm Red Race podcast to the homie Allison Marie in the building. Hello, everybody. What's up? See everybody. They what love up, you. what up? They love you. They all over the See the fans be coming the, out of nowhere? The infamous Facebook shit talker in the house. <laughs> you just catch me at a bad time. No, we, me, me, and me and you have definitely got into some nice little heated debates on social media. But I enjoy it. It's all funny games. Same. I, was say, I, I think it's funny. Like from our debates and disagreements. Man, but I love it though. You're very opinionated. You uh, you're not a, you're not afraid to say what's on your mind. So that's amazing. So we're gonna do this thing with the show. It's where we kind of get to know you. Everyone know this segment is called. Slow now, we just want to get to know you. This is where we kind of ask you some random questions. We don't know where we're going to go with these questions, but we're just going to fill you out and kind of know you as a person a little bit. Then we're going to really dive de- deep in to really, really know you, all right? So, again, tell the people who you are, what it is that you do, and where they can find you on social media. Well, my name is Allison Marie. Um, I'm a photographer, but I'm a multifaceted woman. Um, I enjoy cooking, mixology. Um, I also have my certification in personal training, mm. which I only take online clients. Okay. Um, but you can find me at O Allison Marie, O H Allison Marie. Um, you can see most of my photography there. And if you scroll down far enough, you'll see my modeling portfolio and mm. social life. I'm trying to turn it more into my business, into my photography and my passion. Okay. okay. So uh, you know how we started the show. We started off with the affirmations and like the inspirational. Are you a believer in affirmations? Oh, 100%. And if there's something like that kind of like that gets to you, that something you say to yourself like that, that pumps you up, that gets you going? Yeah, whenever I'm down, I always have one affirmation that really gets to me. Um, and it doesn't just have to get to you. You have to believe it. Um, so one that I really turn to a lot is the universe will provide anything and everything that I need. Facts. And I trust it. Um, but there are days where, you know, I don't feel that way. And I believe in flow. And if you're not in the flow and you're telling yourself a lie, your flow is going to know that. So there's other affirmations that I'll go through in my mantra book or I write every morning. I'll go through my affirmations I've written and just remind myself like little things too, like on hard days, you are loved. That's simple. So, but I mostly turn to, you know, the universe is going to provide anything and everything that I need in this moment. And I trust it. And that always gets me through the day. Facts, facts. So here on the show, we also like to talk with people. We talk about, like, love languages. Do you know what your love languages are? Well, I believe we all like a certain amount of each love language. Like, I can always tell when I need a little more of one or the other. Um, but quality time and physical touch are important to me. Mm-hmm. So those I require yeah. from friends, partners, family. Mm-hmm. And that's how you receive, but how do you give love? Gift giving. Gift giving, that's your way? Yeah. Um, I love giving little gifts or it not just physical gifts, but, yeah. you know, even verbal ones mm. like reassurance. And that's a love language as well. I give a lot of reassurance to my friends, family, partners, but it always makes me feel good to give a gift to somebody in need of it to lift their spirits. Mm. 
So uh, what's something you think people seem to misunderstand about you? Oh, man, my straightforwardness. It seems super abrasive. And like Ray was saying, I'm very opinionated. <laughs> and I guess it's the delivery of it. Like it's very cutthroat, very upfront, straightforward. Yeah. I'm not one of those, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm not giggly, bubbly. I'm just more assertive. Yeah. So people misconstrue that as, can we cuss on here? Yeah. yeah. As, being a, as being a bitch. Yeah. yeah. So, I know where you go with that, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it sucks when people misinterpret my straightforwardness as being abrasive or bitchy or whatever. But eventually if they're around long enough to see like, Oh, she's just being straightforward. She's not mean, you know, it just give me a chance, but Hey, if you don't, that's your loss, baby. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's do a little something a little fun real, real quick. Um, we were talking about TV shows. We talked about game of Thrones here mm-hmm. momentarily. Uh, what do you think your top 10 favorite shows are of all time? 10? 10? Sheesh. That's a lot. A lot. Um, I don't think I could, I mean, I could okay, try to label let's 10. Top five. Let's top do five. five. Just a top five. Okay. okay. Well, top five. I could, I could maybe hit 10. Who knows? Um, okay, okay. Yeah. well, uh, Breaking Bad is one yeah, of my exactly. favorites. Yep. Hands down. Game of Thrones, even though it ended the way it did. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with it. You can't be mad at the writers for the direction they took. Uh, <laughs> the book wasn't complete yet. So I was like, yeah. Modern Family is one of my favorites. I know it's over, but it's always a <laughs> feel-good show to watch. Um, Friends. The Boys is great. We were just talking about that. Yeah. I could rant about that for hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Office. Of course. I don't know yeah, how many times yeah. I've watched that show. Um, it's my feel-good show, my safety net. Love said. that show. Love that show. Um, but, yeah, there, there are so many out there. You could t- bring one up, and I'd be ready and willing to talk about it. <laughs> and I liked The Walking Dead, but now I just can't stand it. I, I liked really it for the first, it. like, four or five seasons, and then it just, it's yeah. like, okay, let it die, y'all. Yeah. Let I, it die. I, 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 I gave up. <laughs> once, they broke, once the zombies broke into a, a prison, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm, not, I'm done. I'm out. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so what's, what, what's some advice you would give to your younger self? Love yourself more. Believe in yourself more. Um... I'm grateful for the pandemic because it gave me a lot of time to self-reflect. A lot of us get caught in the hamster wheel of life and just keep going and going and going. And you don't realize that in that going, you become complacent with your growth. And from a very young age up until recently, I, I never fully loved myself. And I wish I could have embedded that in myself when I was younger. That is true. People need to do that. Like, and that's why you could tell like, man, like, like some people I know, I'm not gonna say no names. Like you could tell the way someone posts on social media, they don't really love themselves. They're looking for validation. Oh, a hundred percent. They're looking for validation, one hundred percent. Like even like in some of these dating apps, some of these women aren't really even looking for dates. They just want to know that they have options. They want that validation. Like oh, people pursuing me. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, uh-huh. it's crazy. It's all about a validation versus, you know actually caring and getting to know someone nowadays like okay i feel validated because x amount of people want me i'm good that's why it makes it so much more special when like as a woman who's been sought out or used to want that type of attention i value now the connection i can share with a person whether it be a man or a friend when you actually have those deep conversations and get to know each other and you genuinely feel like 
I can be honest with this person. And it's super rare, especially now with the dating apps, the social media, all that. People are just like, bang, 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 bang. Like, I want to connect with everybody. No, that it's washing out what you could really develop and grow with specific people in your life. That's why my circle is hella small, super small. Because you have to protect your energy and your spirit. Mm -hmm. Not everyone is meant to have your energy. Exactly. And you're not meant to take on some negative energy because you can be around somebody and that negative energy is coming coming after you. And attention seeking is negative energy. Facts. It doesn't serve you or the other person. Facts. So if you could go back in time to any era, what time would you go to? I would say probably the 90s. It's right before technology took over mm-hmm. everybody's brains and their lives. And, but there was just enough for you to, you know, like I am or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the old school phones, stuff like that. Um, I just feel like technology has interrupted a lot of socializing. The access to people now is yeah. insane. Yeah. And it's also kind of rude to a point. Um, Lately, like people will text me, and if I don't reply, like because I'm editing or I'm sleeping or working out or doing something a part of my day and a part of my flow, and you want to interrupt it because you're being selfish, mm. I think that's rude. Yeah. So I would want to go back to the 90s probably where people can just give you a call, and if you don't answer, leave a voicemail, and I'll get back to you when I can. You know? <laughs> what was the voicemail? But the music was better then yeah, to me. Yeah, for sure. And the movies were better. People weren't so offended all the time. People yeah. could take a joke. Like, I feel like that would be a great time to go back as an adult. Like, yeah, we were kids then, but our parents were probably living their best lives. Yeah, my parents were leaving me at the house by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, don't answer the door for nobody. <laughs> like, eight, seven, eight, nine years old by the house by mm-hmm. myself. Like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, like, nowadays you can't leave your kids alone. Like, you, you don't tell them what they may do. Well, we have rings and video cameras and Alexa and whatever the other stuff is where you can watch your kids or even your dogs, yeah. like, all day Bruh, long. That's crazy. I've seen people, like... Yeah, I really bought a camera for the dog. Mm-hmm. Hey, dog I, I, I literally thought about that the other day. Put a, a, a dog uh, camera. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just want to see what he's Your doing. Your dog don't know you there. I just want to see what he's doing. <laughs> nah, not, I think that's just a little bit too much for me. Like People be like talking in doggy voices like over the, over the camera. Like, hey, hey, puppy. I mean, I understand if you have a badass dog where you come home and there's like shit everywhere or everything's torn up because I know that there's ways you can press a button and talk to the dog and be like, now. Or yeah. do something, and they'll yeah. be like, all right, I'm being watched. I can't act a fool. But if it's a, a dog that just lays around all day or is old and well-behaved, I'm yeah. like, all right. Yeah, but kind of I don't have a dog right now, so if that's what you want to do to <laughs> see what your dog's up to, nosy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let, let's talk about a couple of things here, all right? So you said you moved to Vegas about 10 years ago, all right? Mm-hmm. Let, let's talk about what caused you to, to choose that transition and move from the Dallas area to Vegas. Well, I wanted to be closer to L.A. At the time, I was modeling, and it was just expensive to fly to L.A. all the time. And then and I was working at Twin Peaks Restaurants at the time, the corporate store in Addison. Yeah, I remember. Yep. <laughs> and they were opening a store in Las Vegas. And at the time, I was, you know, the cover of, like, the menu. I was in the calendar. I was doing all kinds of promo and stuff for Twin Peaks at the time. And I was opening locations across the country. 
And I saw they were opening, again, a location in Las Vegas. And I was like, you know, that's not far from L.A. And I just felt like my life was ready for a level up or a, a huge dramatic change. So I just jumped on it and I took it and I went to Vegas. Um, I unfortunately, you know, I'm not from there. So I didn't know that auditioning season for the beach clubs and the yeah. nightclubs had already happened in like February. I moved out in March or April. So I had missed that. But, you know, the hustle and the grind in me, I was over here DMing all these cocktail waitresses, hosts, managers, anybody I could. And I got a job over at Tau Beach. So it was just like the transition was strictly to be closer to L.A., which it ended up working out wonderfully because I was able to take that four hour drive or sometimes three and a half if I drove fast enough yeah. <laughs> and listen to a great audiobook or center myself and get to work in L.A., on projects. So that was cool. That was, I definitely don't regret making that move at all. So what's, 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 what's it been like transitioning back from the Vegas lifestyle to Dallas, Texas? Well, a lot of people interpret the Vegas lifestyle differently, like partying, raging, like always going out, like expensive dinners, shows, all this stuff. But the Vegas lifestyle for me at the beginning was that and then it turned into more of, okay, I want to find myself and what makes me happy. Because partying wasn't it. Yeah. It kept me at a low vibration, and I had to find a way to fix that. So I got into personal training and into photography, and I just, man, I love where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I miss my family, you know. I told my dad that I'd only be out there for like a couple of years, but it ended up being a decade. (laughs) (laughs) So I just wanted to spend time with my family, be around them more, my brother, my friends. I miss being here genuinely. Um, And I felt like the growth opportunities in Vegas are still there. So I do fly back and still do photo shoots and get work and stuff like that. Hopefully my rapport will grow here. Um, So I'm excited for the challenge in that. I just really miss Dallas a lot. Yeah. And it's changed a lot. I would say you see, it's too. changed a lot since I had to use maps to get here. Yeah, <laughs> usually I can just know where I'm going. Yeah, it's it's they opened up so many different freeways now and extra roads, all the construction and stuff. Okay, now you can only take this way to some place. Now I can take a multiple ways to some. Yeah, it's it's crazy. They're still working on 35. They never changed. 35 or 635 has continued to be worked on. They've been working on 635 my whole life. I swear. I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got three new bridges. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We got three new bridges. That's it. When did you know you wanted to move back to Dallas? Like, like, what, when did it hit you? Like, okay, it's time for me to go back. Years. Years. I've been thinking about it. I'm a Libra, and I won't say one of our benefits, but one of our downfalls is we're indecisive. <laughs> so I was stuck on my career is doing well out here, so I want to stay. But then another part of me was like, you know, my parents are getting older. That's time I won't get back. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to come back, and I just jumped the gun on that decision and came back. So what do you feel about it so far? Are you happy? Well, I mean, I feel happy. Like, the flow of how everything's worked since I've been back has been wonderful. Like, I said before, like, I do mixology, and I'm over with my boy Scuba at Tipsy Alchemist making awesome cocktails. That was something I missed during COVID. I was hosting little girls' nights during COVID with my girls, and I would, like, make these really, like, awesome concoctions for drinks just to mentally get by. So I'm really happy to be a part of that out here. And um, I'm trying to grow my photography business. It's it's a little slower. That's why I'm traveling to work, which Mm -hmm. is fine. I mean, I get the opportunity to travel, which is awesome. So I just know that 
it's going to flow in a way that helps me grow and benefit and be happy. What's your favorite cocktail? My favorite cocktail? Yeah. I love old fashions, especially if they're smoked. Mm. Those are my favorite. I have to say I'm more of a Vukare person. Ooh, me too, but that cognac will get me. What are your goals now, being back in Dallas? Well, like I was saying before, just to grow my business here, okay. get, building a rapport and clientele here with photography. And it's not just work for me. It honestly brings me such joy and peace. Like, I mean, it's cool to do the shoots, but like the editing portion of it, it's such a vibe. Like, it's, it's to turn on my music or whatever show and get creative. Because even when I was a little girl, I was an artist, like paint, draw. Um, I'm sure people remember out here, like I was selling paintings and artwork. And I kind of lost that a little bit. But with my Photoshop skills that I've had since I was a little kid, my dad gave me Photoshop. He was an architect. So he like slang that (laughs) CD for me. He had one of his employees, you know, burned Photoshop (laughs) on a CD for me. So... I've had those skills since I was young. It was just a matter of the equipment and mm-hmm. how much it costs. Like, you know this room is expensive just looking at it with yeah. all the equipment you guys have. Yeah. But for photographers, that equipment is no joke. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, again, grateful for COVID because I was able to take that stimulus check and those unemployment checks <laughs> and create a business for myself. So, And it's something that brings me joy and passion. So I'm hoping that I can build that here in Dallas. So it's just meeting the right people and and the affirmation from the universe is that they're going to come, the perfect ones. So that's ultimately the goal for the next six months is just to focus on that and put all my good energy in there. That's what I hope a lot of people did with COVID. If you take that time to grow versus just sitting on your ass, like literally we were in the studio like twice a week at one point during mm-hmm. COVID. Because like, like I said, we were just really starting our show. I was like, well, we have nothing else to do. Let's just keep keep it doing. And we've always been able to add another element, add another element, add another element to it because yeah. we don't want to do the things that everyone else is doing. I don't want to do. We don't want to be shock jocks like a lot mm-hmm. of these people are getting known for. You know, the creativity side of this. Like, I mean, you, you know, we both learned how to you know really get into video editing. And right now, the work that he's doing with these episodes, man, is it's crazy. It's like we both can do different things so that's great having people that are interchangeable like all right i know you're busy right now let me out hop on this area okay cool when you're busy okay i'll hop back in and it's, it's amazing having someone you can just just partner up with and y'all just can be creative and vibe there's been times like okay i started working on a flyer and i get stuck he'll take it over like i see what you're doing let's do this and this or there's been times he's done that and i'm like okay how about we do this it's just having that creativity and being able to work with someone it's been amazing and to be able to grow when things were slow all right, what can we do to get better at this? How can we perfect our craft? Because you should always be perfecting your craft, period. Always. Mm-hmm. You're, you should never plateau. Just keep fucking leveling up yeah. in your skill. You can always learn something more. And I feel like everything, every time we learn something more, we apply it to this. And I think the shit we're doing is, I think it's great. Yeah, I think, too yeah. <laughs> and to write off that too is like again with the complacency. You're not complacent. You're sitting there trying to learn. And for me that. I can see from the first photo I took and the first photo I edited and posted in comparison to what I just recently posted, I want to thank YouTube University. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I sit on there, and I will watch YouTube videos to learn and perfect my craft, man. And I'm also blessed to have photographer friends that I can ask questions to, and they're not stingy with sharing their knowledge. 
Um, we can all help each other more by sharing information with each other. People are so stingy now. Like, exactly. I'm not going to share what I learned without you paying me $400, $500. No, what? No. YouTube yeah. University is free. Yes. And I'm blessed to have the circle that I have of people in my life that I can ask questions to. Um, I wish just people lately would be less stingy with their, with their knowledge um, and just share it with people. Because we could all benefit from more knowledge. And there's enough money in the world to go around exactly. to everyone. That's exactly what I was about to say. There's enough money for everyone to get it. Like, yeah. why? Like, I have other people with different podcasts and ask them, well, yeah, sure, don't worry. I'll show you, I'll show you how to do it. Like, I. Yeah. Let them know you need me. Like, I mean, my show may not be your show's demographic. So, what's it going to make a difference? Like, exactly. And not everyone's clients are going to be the same. Exactly. They're so. all going to be different. So, yeah, I. Definitely, again, hopped on YouTube University, try to improve, like, different settings on my camera or different ways of editing. So we all have room to learn. And yeah. if you're willing to do it and put in the time, you'll reap the benefits from it. Because, like you were saying before, people during COVID just sat on their asses and did nothing. And they took it as a summer vacation for two years. No. They told us two weeks. I was like, no, that's not happening. Yeah. So... For the people like us who developed in our craft or found a way to fill ourselves up with more joy or money or whatever you decided to use your days to do during COVID, like, it's good to see that other people have done that as well. Yeah. Um, like, I, like I said this before, um, I feel like the COVID really, it made people either hustle harder or, or get lazier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and I keep... I tell everybody this story. I got locked out of the unemployment website. I didn't get any money. So I had to go out and, and find work. Mm -hmm. and, and it changed my life because now I'm doing all sorts of other type of work that I never could imagine I was doing before. That's awesome, though, that you found something else. Um, there are so many people in Vegas with that same story, too. They got locked out of the website or... For instance, so many employees, they had to wait six months and then get back pay. One of my girls, I was blessed enough to be one of the people to get their money up front. So I was buying my friend's groceries. I'm like, yo, That's like you should not yeah. have to struggle yeah. Yeah. because if I was in your shoes, I would want someone to be there for me too. So it was a blessing mm -hmm. for me. And if you're being blessed, it makes you want to bless others around you. Yeah. So, yeah, it was tough for a lot of people. So it's good to see that we're moving forward despite, you know, inflation and, mm -hmm. you know, we are going through a depression right now. So we all need to be there for each other Facts. and stop being selfish, you know, Facts. like be kind to one mm. another because you mm. don't know what people are going through. Facts. People are really great at putting on a straight face and acting like shit straight, but it's not. Yeah. So I live by just being kind to everyone every day because mm. you don't know if what you say is going to tip someone to the edge or whatnot. So any way I can be supportive or kind to others at this point after COVID, I'm yeah. going to do it. I wasn't this person before. <laughs> I was a little more selfish. But again, COVID taught me a lot of things about myself that I didn't like, and I'm learning to unlearn. That's a message in itself right there. Mm -hmm. That is a message in itself. COVID taught me to have more than one income. That's what COVID taught me. Yes. That too. Yeah, have more than one income. Yeah, like, yeah. Like my mixology job. Yeah, I'm over. You know, working for scuba, working like nine to five job, like yeah. hourly. I'm working for someone, but I'm also working for myself, which is a blessing. So, and a lot of people are just okay with a nine to five. And if they're okay with that, that's cool. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. And if you want to stay in that hamster wheel, yeah, stay in it. 
Yeah. What would be some advice? Two things. What would be advice to someone you say, I feel like I need to change the scenery? What advice would you give to them? And secondly, what do you want people to take away from today's interview? Well, I suggest for anyone who wants to change the scenery, whether it's literally the scenery or your thought process, get a book and write it down. Write down what you want. Because if you're not writing it down, your brain is going to be all over the place trying to figure out what it wants. Physically write down, like, I want to live here. I want this job. But not only this job, like, how much money do you want to make? Write down all the goals that you have for yourself, and that will lead you to the scenery you want to go to. So it's all about in here. The scenery in your mind is what's going to play through your whole life, Mm -hmm. period. Where you're at now is because of you. You are the director of your life. So if you want to change the scenery, you have to change your mindset. You have to change who you're around. If you're sitting in the same spot every single day and want to change the scenery, okay, take that book you're writing in and your goals and sit somewhere different than you normally would. Go to a Starbucks, go to a coffee shop, go to a library, go to a mall. Sit somewhere that you wouldn't normally sit because that's already changing the scenery for you there. So write down your goals, write down where you want to be, write down what you want to do, and every day, 1%, 1%, even if it's just 1% change every single day, work towards where you want to be, and that scenery will come. As for this episode, <laughs> um, I just hope that everyone takes away from this episode that it's literally a mindset in how you change your life. Um, be kind to other people because you don't know what they're going through. You know, you might be going through some tough times, and someone doing something nice for you can just make your day. Being kind to you can make a difference. So it works both ways. Um, So keep that positive energy. Keep those positive vibes. Be kind to everybody. Keep hustling. Stop being complacent. Okay. Boom. You gotta hit the drop. Yeah, mic drop. Oh man, where's the collection plate at? (laughs) Where is the collection plate? I still gotta. I still gotta find a collection plate. We gotta have a collection plate every time we. uh, I literally want to put a collection plate in there. Donations to RayRagePodcast.com. See me with that cash app. (laughs) Preaching. Man. Okay. Awesome. Rock. What you got for us, real quick? Watch out for scammers. Scammers be scamming. Almost got scammed. <laughs> you gotta tell the They're story. They're so now. slick now. You gotta tell the story now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a, this is a buyer's beware to everybody that's uh, here listening. <laughs> yes. Okay. So <laughs> I, I'm in the housing. I'm in the housing market. So <laughs> I'm trying to make this story as, as short as possible. Uh, so I get on those little apps. You got you know Zillow. You got Redfin. You got Rents. You got the house. All those little apps. All right. And I download the apps and I start looking around. Um, so then I contact one of them that's suspiciously just at a better price than every other house in the area. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm gullible and, and stupid, so I'm going to go ahead and message them and see what it's about. Uh, they reply back to the email and asked, telling me to call this number. So then I call this number. And first flag, it was a Google number. That's, that was first, first flag. First flag is they emailed you to call them. Yeah. Yeah. So second flag was the Google number. I call. They don't answer. They text back. And then they said, all right, can you meet me? And we make arrangements to go to the house at a certain certain time. So I go to the house, pull up uh, about 15 minutes early. I said, hey, I'm here. Just let you know. So then they call me. Here's the other flag. They had an accent that I know they could tell they were trying to hide. (laughs) (laughs) They had an accent. They had a strong accent. And and I'm not trying to – listen, man. I'm not trying to be (laughs) – 
I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but Jesus Christ, man, there's a certain demographic, dude, that just loves scamming people. And, <laughs> and oh, God. so then when I, so when I, uh, they're like, yeah. So they say, all right, go ahead and go to the, uh, ask them if they're there. And I said, no, 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 we're, you know, they're, they're on their way. So they said, go ahead and go to the front and go, go ahead and go inside. And I said, okay, well, cool. Well, I'm, the door should be unlocked. So then I walk up to the front door. Door is locked. I said, hey, man, door is locked. He says, okay, well, look, there should be a keypad there for a lock. I said, yeah, yeah, that's right here. He goes, okay, well, he said, I'm actually got to send you a link because I need you to put in your information <laughs> so, that, so that we know, you know, so we can give you the, the code to get into that lock. So I'm like, well, I'm kind of getting, things getting suspicious, but I'm still, hey, I'm gullible. And this, this, this house your has intuition. To, the house is still at a good price. I'm like, I, I mean, no, there's no way. So then, so then they, they're like, okay, it's a, and it takes me to this very legit-looking website. I mean, this, this website looks legit. It asks for three things. It asks for a picture of your ID, a selfie picture of yourself. And so then I do those two things, right? I was thinking, okay, well, they got to, obviously, they got to, they, they got to, they got to, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, all right, listen, they, you know, they probably want to know who's going in and out of the house, right? I mean, they do these, they do these at apartments. You go into apartments, you want your ID, you just want to know who's going in and out of your house. So I'm trying to reason with myself. I know this is a scam, but I'm just trying to reason with myself. So then you finally didn't come know to it the, was a scam. So then I knew. So then, if you knew. So then, the, so then the final step, the final flag, red flag was like, <laughs> they asked me to put in, asked me to pay 99 cents. <laughs> so oh, we, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then type of my credit card information. So then, so then, I, so then I'm like, hey man, I don't feel comfortable doing. It. I tell this man, hey, I don't feel comfortable putting my credit card information there. And he said, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry, it's very safe. You, you'll get your money back. I promise. I promise. I'm like, no, man. So, <laughs> buyers beware. There's a warning to everybody. Just go to a, go through a realtor. <laughs> don't try to go to yourself on those little <laughs> websites and those little apps. Just go through somebody you know. Everyone knows a realtor now. Everyone knows a realtor. So just go through your realtor friend, and life will be so much easier for you. <laughs> if it's too good to be true, it's probably <laughs> too good to be true. <laughs> yeah, man. But if it doesn't oh feel right, no, I do it. It feel right, but I just I, I was just I was it was trying so hard to reason with myself that this this there's just no way this is this I, I needed this house. You're so sweet, Ray. Yeah. Shut up, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Allison, shout out all your social medias one more time for everybody. Um, oh, Allison Marie on Instagram. Just head straight there, and you can find all my other outlets there. You know, you can find us at rayraysepodcast.com. Make sure you're going to go check out the website. Uh, like and subscribe us on YouTube. That is very important. You know, we just started doing, you know, these videos a few months ago. So please, please, please go run that up on YouTube. Help us help you. Help me. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. You know, still stream us on Apple, uh, Spotify. You know, Spotify still has a video podcast. The only platform that has video podcasts. So go check out Spotify. Uh, yeah. You know, it's another edition of Ray Ray's Podcast with your boy Ray. Yeah, Ray. And before we leave, you know, we got to leave you with some positive words. So hype yourself up. You know, get your swag checked. Tell yourself, I will boss up financially. I will boss up physically. I will boss up spiritually. I will boss up mentally. Invest in yourself. And we are out of here. Hey, get money all day, get money all day.